broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, the hockey player's ultimate footwear. This is College Hockey West Live. From the Summer Skate Studios behind the mask hockey shops present the special edition of College Hockey West Live for April 13th, 2022. Tonight's scheduled guest, Alaska Anchorage head coach Matt Shasby. Behind the Masts College Hockey West Live is brought to you by Peterson Toyota, college graduate, member of the military, and you might be eligible for a special rebate or discount. See us at petersontoyota.com. Top Golf, let us help you reimagine your next business meeting or team building event. See your regional center or go to topgolf.com. The NCHC and nchc.tv. Subscribe to nchc.tv to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to behindthemask.com whether you're on ice or in line. Jets Pizza. Whether it's our legendary Detroit-style square or New York-style thin crust, Jets Pizza is better because it has to be. Three locations in Arizona, seven in Colorado, and four in Missouri. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, whether it's Las Vegas or any of our other worldwide properties, an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations. Metro by T-Mobile. Get 50% off or more when you add a line to a new or existing account. Buy Burrito Express. Six East Valley locations for fresh, fast, authentic Mexican food. M-Drive. Natural support for men looking to increase energy, strength, and drive. Always free delivery at mdriveformen.com. Summer skates. Whether our original red or new black shower shoes, show your game and style at summerskates.com. And by Drury Inns and Suites. Travel happy again. Book your next stay at druryhotels.com or at 1-800-DRURY-INN. College Hockey West, live from the Summer Skate Studios, presented by Behind the Mask, is a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. Well, welcome in, hockey fans, college hockey fans, as it may be. No, it's not the Great West College Hockey Podcast tonight. Tonight, it's a very special episode of our new name, the College Hockey West Live Podcast. Scott Strandy with you tonight tonight from from, uh, beautiful uh, beautiful Centennial, Colorado. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, out on Long Island, New York, where it's probably a balmy 75. He's probably been on the beach today, probably been all that good stuff. But Paul, how are you? Not the beach. No beach today. Yeah, I mean, Bummer. no beach today. I mean, it was a pretty nice day. I mean, it was in the low 60s. It might have gotten up to the low 60s. I mean... Uh, maybe even a little higher than that, but it was nice and sunny, and uh, it might rain a little bit tonight, but uh, I certainly can't complain. It's certainly not what Terry is going through. And and, and, <laughs> and, and North Dakota. The, and what the <laughs> heck is going on in Winnipeg? I mean, you have got to be kidding. <laughs> it's April 13th. It's way past no, April Fool's. This stuff isn't supposed to be happening like this right now, but yeah, it's oh, it's uh, it's really rough weather up there today here it was 38 39 degrees but at a cold north wind felt like about 20 uh so it wasn't the greatest of weather here but 
Um, we got a great show for you tonight. So let's kick it off right now by saying we've got a new name. Uh, and there's a good reason for it. And part of the reason is going to be our guest tonight in just a few minutes. Uh, but we're now College Hockey West. And our shows will be live, as always. But College Hockey West Live, you can find us at College Hockey West when we get everything all set up here over the next 30 days or so. It's just um, easier. Stay ITHSW podcast, all one word. <laughs> just, you're going to confuse people. Um, You'll be able to find it any way you want. You can go just, to the ITHSW podcast. You can go right. to College Hockey uh, uh, West Live. You'll be able to find us anywhere. Uh, it'll all be set up and ready to go. But as I said, very good reason for the name change. Um, I'm going to say it right now. We're adding three new teams to our NCAA coverage. We're adding uh, Lindenwood. We're adding Alaska Fairbanks. And we're adding the uh, the team that our special guest tonight coaches, Alaska Anchorage Seawolves. So, man, uh, we got a great show coming up. It's going to be awesome. Uh, we are finally complete now with all the celebrations and everything that was done uh, for Denver, the uh, 2022 NCAA national champions. Um, and you know what? Everybody's starting to look forward. Guess oh, what's gee, coming it, up very it's, soon. It's flying. There's all kinds of news and, 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 and all kinds of uh, stuff going on. I mean, it's almost busier in the last three or four days than it is during the season. Um, it's going to be busy all summer. Trust me. Oh my Lord. So uh, just can't keep track and I'm trying to, and uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to steal from whoever I can steal from. Because I can't. You just got to make sure it's legit. That's all you got to do. Well, that's why I take, I don't always come right out and say things. I, I'll, I'll kind of hint at them because I want to make sure. And, um, you know, uh, it's just, your craziness and 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 we'll try to prep the coach here uh, the second because um it's it's you know with the announcement today that jerry york is retiring from bc after coaching for 50 years um the NCAA yeah, how is that puts out 50 conference. years it's just nuts i mean uh, what i think he was at bowling green before he went to bc right uh, off the top of my head uh, yeah, that seems about right. Yep. Um, just, it's insane. And, I mean, you know, he won five championships, and, and, and you just, you know, when he's just one of those guys that you think of immediately when you think of, of college hockey. And, um, you know, he yeah. won. I got to tell you, Paul, I, I, as soon as I heard that, I was, first of all, surprised. But then I thought, you know what, going out after 50 years of coaching in your terms. And then the second thing that popped into my head was uh, I had a chance to visit with him when he came to play the Sun Devils. Right. And I remember the hard press he put on to me about, hey, Arizona State needs to, uh, to come into the Hockey East Conference. Yeah, I was down <laughs> with that. And everybody was, everybody was going like Jerry York's talking about coming to hockey East. Yeah. He put the hard press on me to get coach powers. And I'm going like, I've got no power over coach powers, yeah, I got no <laughs> but he wanted me to know that it could work. And uh, I think he still believes that well, um, it would work, but you know, for, I mean, there's a couple of teams in that conference that are a bit out of the way. Like I think Maine is a kind of out of the way and, and maybe New Hampshire, but, 
mean, most of those, it's a quick, you know, it's, they're right around the Boston area. You know, how hard is it to get to, it's, it's just a straight flight. You can get nonstop flights from Boston to Phoenix all day long. Well, Unless you're in Denver and they route you to Fort Lauderdale and then to Boston, then, then it's not a straight shot. Oh, <laughs> anyway, that's over with. We have a champion, and the 2022-23 season is nearly upon us. Uh, I think started. it is upon us. I don't know us. what you're talking about. It's already started. Yeah, I, I think so. You see looking for coaches. You have uh, Michigan State looking for a coach. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The coaching the coaching stuff I get, but I'm talking about uh, ASU releases the schedule. Uh, two days after that, NCHC puts out their conference schedule. Jeez, everybody wants to get this thing started in August, it sounds like. so. I'm ready. Yeah, I am too. All right, let's take, uh, let's take one quick break, and let's come yeah. back, and let's bring on our special guest tonight, the head coach from the Alaska Anchorage Seawolves, Matt Chasby, in two minutes. JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old to hit that target from there. I've been listening to everything you said. It's been running through my head, locked and loaded. All right, still got it. Still got it. Who's old now? best college hockey conference ready for you wherever you are however you want to watch your favorite team is on nchc.tv on your phone tablet or stream to your tv subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv if it's nchc hockey it's on nchc.tv All right, welcome back in, hockey fans from the Summer Skates Studios. This indeed is the new College Hockey West Live podcast. Scott Strandy with you in Centennial, Colorado tonight. My co-host is always Paul Hornstein out on Long Island, New York, where he's in that palatial estate, kicking back, relaxing, yeah. enjoying 60-plus degrees weather. Uh, Paul, it is our pleasure to bring back to the show the head coach from Alaska Anchorage, Matt Chasby. Coach, how are you? I'm in a pretty good spot right now. We have sunshine here till about 10 p.m. every night. Uh, nice. The snow is dwindling quickly, nice. and I have 17 or oh no, I take that back. 19 players under contract, so we are. I can officially put a roster on the ice, and uh, the ink's dried on on every contract for the schedule, but one. So life's life's pretty good up here in Anchorage. Wow, I, only, I was only able to track down 11 names on your website there, Coach. Here's you know, our our, uh, our social our media guy took a little bit of a vacation in the last week when the portal's been abundant, so... Uh, <laughs> I don't blame him. <laughs> he, he's missed the last six portal signings. So. 
you're going to be able to, those numbers are going to add up pretty quick here. Uh, coach, uh, first of all, thanks for coming on. I know it's, uh, it's always a busy time for you, but now that the national championship is over and uh, ASU put out their schedule and the NCHC put out their conference schedule, mm-hmm. um, does it start to feel like it's, it's building already towards the 22-23 season? Yeah, that was that was kind of a welcome to college hockey aha moment when you see your university on an, another team's schedule. So when I saw that, I saw Alaska Anchorage on Arizona State. I'm like, who's that? I'm like, oh, that's us. So that was uh, that was it was really cool to see that. So we're looking to have kind of a rollout for our schedule here within the next two weeks. Um, kind of build some hype on a Monday and hopefully launch it by Thursday and kind of do it in a creative way locally and, and on, the, on the, you know, national scale social media. So it's, it is becoming more and more of a reality and it feels like it's, it's Wednesday every other day up here. Um, <laughs> so it, it, it's going by too fast and we got a lot to do, but when you look back on the last, you know, four months, it's amazing what we have accomplished, but we have a long ways to go to be ready for October 1st. Well, uh, first of all, I, I, I have to tell you, and, and, and as I, I was shocked to see that schedule out so fast. Usually the, usually uh, Coach Powers is the last one to put out the schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, he decided oh, we're going to take the other route. We're going to be first. I mean, right. holy smokes. So – um, I was like, welcome to 22, 23 already. You know, there, there's probably a little bit of, uh, some strategy behind that. I I'm sure there is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, we got a new building. We have, you know, some, some spots to fill in our lineup and we're going to let everybody know what an incredible independent schedule that we've made and, uh, who wants to come be a part of a new building and, playing for Arizona State. So I would have signed up if I was a kid that age. <laughs> well, yeah, especially in January. But uh, right. this is probably has it as much of an effect on on you guys as anybody else. Uh, a year ago at this time, uh, there were not as many independent teams mm-hmm. as, as there are now. Um, that had to help you make your schedule, no? You know what it did? We we actually dropped two games with Fairbanks uh, and picked up Lindenwood at the end of the year so they could quickly build a schedule once they announced here early uh, or in March. Uh, now you have a team like Stonehill that announces this past week. You know, they're, they're basically in Mars for us. But <laughs> you know, if I had holes in my schedule, like the independents have to support each other, We're, you right. know, we're willing and ready to play. Um, but moving forward, like, you know, like you said, now that there's a clear five independents, uh, six, someone at six, we're at six. We're at six. Yeah. I don't really count Arizona state as an independent cause we're just waiting for them to, uh, <laughs> we're in a different level or different <laughs> stratosphere of independent than another five. <laughs> So, um, so, Coach, I'm going to pull back the curtain a little bit because when I texted you this morning and I, yeah. I said, hey, we uh, we want to have you on because we're announcing that we're 
now covering three new NCAA schools in Lindenwood, yourself, mm -hmm. and Fairbanks. And I, I gave you the list of who we're covering now, and you said, hey, that'd make a pretty good conference. Oh, it's a be <laughs> beautiful conference. I mean, furthest – yeah, I mean, the furthest east you get is – is the Mississippi river. I mean, that's what it should be. There should be a conference that's dedicated wow. to the Western half of the United States. I mean, um, and, and I think we'll get there a lot quicker than uh, most people are thinking. So. Yeah. I'm I'm a hundred percent on board with you on that one. I know Paul's got a question here in just a second, but I wanted to, uh, to follow that up by saying, Welcome to our family because we're thrilled to have you. Um, we'll pat ourselves on the back because we just started covering Denver this year and they won the national championship. So, uh, how, how about uh, Alaska Anchorage getting something done this uh, this next April? Yeah, you got a little, any uh, any mojo left in there? We'll we'll take it. We'll... <laughs> if we're playing past March 11th, um, this the world might have. You know, I don't know what is going to happen, but it, that would, that, I'll take it. I'll, I'll put it that way. But Well, uh, this, this has got to help uh, in terms of giving you guys kind of a bar, though, no? Um, you'll have some, some, some teams to compare yourselves to. Yeah. Um, you'll, you'll, you'll get a feel for what mm -hmm. other people are doing. Uh, I mean, you mentioned Stonehill and – they came as out of nowhere as LIU did a couple of years ago. Right. Um, and I, I have to assume that this year for them, they'll get if they're if they, they can't possibly at this point no. get more than a dozen D one games on their schedule. Right. They have to, but I, obviously they have to know that. Yeah, I think they did. I think it's already pretty well known. They're not looking to hunt down. A division one schedule next year they they're kind of realistic with their timeline um and it's not going to make or break them in the long term if they don't get a, a full slate of division one teams so they, they get it um so you know i think that i could see like that long island's a part of that north northeast coast conference um with all the other sports that those two are part of, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a handful more of the teams from that conference that uh, make that jump. And they, you know, they have that corner of the world, you know, to themselves for the most part um, along that New York area, kind of right along the coast. So they could get a nice little thing going there. Um, I wouldn't, that wouldn't surprise me. I don't think the Atlantic conference is looking to grow. Um, beyond what they are with bringing Robert Morris, voting Robert Morris back in. So, you know, if for a short window we had a, a West Coast group and an East Coast group and we combined just so we're having conference championships, uh, so you're getting extra games on top of your 34-game count would be nice. And then if you do get to that six, you know, <laughs> one of those teams is going to be playing – we'll be playing in the end of March, so uh, which would be pretty cool to have those schools represented at the national level. Well, and because there are, we know, we know that not this year coming up, but in two years, you have Augustana, right? And we know because it's 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 not a secret anymore that uh, Utica in upstate New York, yep, is 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 trying to 
jump their program from the D3 level and they would have to go D1 hockey. Mm-hmm. So uh, we th- this is going to be craziness because you might get more than one realignment. I Yeah, I could see that for sure. Like, you, you know, does it make sense that Air Force is in the Atlantic Conference? Not really. No. Um, would it make sense for them to join a conference with – uh, Alaska schools and a couple others that pop out here. I mean, absolutely. And, and Lindenwood and a couple others that are further West. So I could see that too. I know, I know this original movement. I don't, I, I've heard nothing. I haven't heard a ton of positives coming out of schools or that they're happy about their conference makeup. I know they're, it's extremely competitive, but there's schools, right. you know, there's schools that feel like they're going to be that, eternal bottom person, you know, bottom team in those conferences that is looking to kind of move. Right. Um, And then just the logistics of a team like air force playing in that conference doesn't make sense. So there's geographically, you know, and then teams making sure that they're in equal, you know, that makes sense for their school based on size and based on competitive level that I I think, I think you're right. I think there could be, uh, quite a bit of realignment within the next couple of years. Right, yeah, that's a hundred percent true. Okay. So, so let's talk about these uh, guys that you're bringing in. I mean, uh, 17 players is, is a good start. Um, you, uh, you want to feel the competitive team, obviously, but you also mm-hmm. want to build something again up there. Don't you? We do, you know, and it's, we're sitting on right now, 11 freshmen, um, and we've got about – we feel like we have about a two-week window here, maybe even a week and a half, of seeing what's going to shake out from the transfer portal, which has, you know, currently we're sitting on 307 entries. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my Lord. Uh, <laughs> and that's Division One, Division to Division Three. So – but, you know, every kid's, you know, has, probably has desires to play Division One hockey, or they're just looking to move to a different Division Three school. So that's how many kids have gone in this this cycle. Um, you know, the hardest things we're finding are goaltenders. The goaltending carousel in college hockey right now is mind blowing. Where you have the top twenty teams in college hockey all looking to add either their starter or some experienced depth. Uh, we're looking for obviously a guy that has experience that can come in and, and take on the majority of our workload. And we're finding that those guys are uh, the most popular athletes in, in college sports, maybe ahead of a, a starting quarterback in football <laughs> could be a <laughs> starting goaltender in NCAA division one hockey. So, um, you know, we haven't found that piece yet. We're hoping that it, it comes in the next week. Uh, but then finding a, a top pairing defenseman is something we're we're pretty desperate for. Uh, that can be, you know, a, a power play guy, you know, somebody that can eat up a ton of minutes and is an experience is experienced to do that. You know, and obviously adding top six forwards for us is, you know, you might have some freshmen that'll eventually be there, but early on, we have pretty much five transfer forwards. Uh, right now and we think you know they're going to be playing some pretty significant minutes for us early on but we're still looking to add we got about four forward two d and two goalie spots left so we ideally um major, majority of those 
eight come from college hockey, but nothing's guaranteed right now. The way the way that it's been going, but we're extremely excited about the players we have been able to uh, bring our direction. And we got a grad transfer from Sacred Heart, a grad transfer from Brown. Uh, we got a, a player out of UMass Lowell. We got a player out of Western Michigan. We have a player out of Northern Michigan. So we've been able to add guys from great programs that are going to bring a lot to our locker room and be able to play big minutes for us right away. Coach, let me ask you this about uh, uh, the parity this year and that portal. As a coach, do you, uh, you know, I've seen it both ways. I've seen uh, the, the portal work really well. Uh, it yeah. certainly worked well in Denver. They took one person, they took Cam Wright. Uh, he was a huge factor for them. And then I saw other places where maybe it disrupted the culture a little bit. So as a coach, mm-hmm. And in the position that you're in right now, kind of restarting things, um, is the portal good or bad for you? It's good because we don't have anyone here. Um, there's no predetermined culture currently set. So we need to do our homework on these transfer kids. It's no different than we are on our freshmen coming in. Is We're choosing character. We're choosing uh, will over skill all day long. Um, and we're not going to bring disgruntled older guys in that are, we're bad locker room guys. And that's where they got pushed out of where they were. You know, we're going to bring in guys that um, had great recommendations coming out of junior hockey and they made it to college hockey and it just wasn't, they just maybe couldn't crack the lineup where they were, or they're just looking for a fresh start. Um, you know, and it's for us, it's, it's, necessary because you need to be able to to spread out obviously your money amongst four classes and make sure you have scholarship money coming back in year to year. But at the same time, you know, we're finding it, it's it's difficult um, to be able to bring kids in that are fall into that junior senior category because of credits transferring. Um, And then a a kid, you know, that's trying to come in as a senior loses half, half of his upper division credits and so you, you just can't even bring them in. So there's there's some other roadblocks besides just the kids' desire to come up here and us wanting them. Uh, the academics is a big piece of it, you know, making sure we have a program that aligns with that they've already participated in at whatever school they were at. So, you know, there's these kids are in this portal for a lot of different reasons, and we, again, have to just do our homework and, and have those conversations with the coaches that they're currently at. Um. And then even have conversations with kids that we know that are at those programs. I mean, you, you got to tap every resource you can to make sure we're bringing in players that we can start a program with. Okay. Now, before we get into some of this, you did have a few players that got up to campus early. Yes. What was it like? What was it like? I think it was three of them, right? One of them was we had Carson two. Kosebud. Yep. We had Carson Kosebud and we have – Yep, Matt Kanash from Lowell. Okay. Yep. So, uh, what was it like for those guys? And I know you had a, a you had a, a, a kids camp, right? That they did I a did, lot of stuff. For yeah, them. I just did this past weekend. Um, you know, those guys have been incredible. They they jumped into a, a situation knowing they were going to be the only two hockey players on campus, and it was going to be just those two guys on the ice together, and just those two guys hanging out in the dorm together, and um they can't stop ranting and raving about how much they love it here. 
Um, they love the setup at the dorms. They love the, you know, the facilities that we have, the simplicity of our campus. They love the outdoors. They just went skiing. They went basically spring skiing last week, and then they couldn't walk for four days because skiing was, it was so hard on the body. <laughs> They're like, oh, man, coach, I don't definitely couldn't have played hockey after we go skiing. I'm like, it's after we're done playing Lindenwood March 11th, then the whole team can go spring skiing together. But until then, oh, nobody's allowed on the slopes. So. Uh, I love it. You know, they, they've been great. There's that Matt Kanash from Lowell. He's actually coming home tonight. He was back east participating in an in, in entrepreneur uh, competitions. He decided he came up here. He goes, yeah, I don't mind coming up there if it's dark or anything like that because I got a lot of coding to do to finish building my app. So <laughs> I was like, like what, are you, what are you talking about? And he's like, yeah, I'm developing my own app. I got a patent on the – on the technology and all this and that. I'm like, 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 what are you really talking about? So he goes back east. <laughs> he goes back east a week ago. He wins every entrepreneur competition. Um, so he won a $10,000 and then he won a $50,000 competition. Oh, my God. And his app right now, he just had somebody walk up to him and write him a $250,000 check. To buy ten, but to buy ten percent of his company valued at two point five million. Oh my lord! And it's a it's a stock advisory app oh. that he. It's like the thing is beyond genius, uh, and this kid is just an incredible kid. So just a story like that, where a kid came up here and sitting in the dark all winter long and skating an hour a day, working out, and he's he's. I'm like, what'd you guys do this weekend? He's like, oh, I just coded all weekend long, just developing. I'm like. What is what's the outcome going to be of this thing? And now he's <laughs> I guess we know now, huh? <laughs> he's got a product and he's worth more money than I'll, I'll ever be in my my lifetime savings. So it's it's been a really cool story to watch that play out. Uh, I, yeah, I don't even know where to go after that. So yeah. uh, <laughs> holy smoke! Uh, uh, I'll, I'll let me take it from there because uh, that that's the excitement of college hockey. And coach, uh, I mentioned to you a little bit about the parody, but this year has been so much fun for us. Uh, me in particular, because I've been out seeing everybody. Paul's been in his basement, but uh, mm-hmm. I know he's seen a lot of hockey games on, on TV and uh, streaming. But, right. uh, man, it's good for the game, isn't it, to have this much competition? I could not believe the level of hockey at, that, at, the, of the, at the national tournament. Um, those, like, I, I haven't been that excited to watch college hockey games in a long time, just because like, I'm with watching, you, coach. <laughs> like I'm watching Denver play, you know, whoever Denver was playing every game, and you're just like, holy smokes! I'm glad I'm not playing those guys next year. <laughs> um, they were an absolute blast to watch. Um, you know, it, it is, and, you know, and I think that this this I think this portal is allowing teams to it's a good thing and a bad thing. It's allowing teams to stay deeper, especially those top 25 teams. So it just raises the level of play that much more is you are having kids develop um, at other schools and you're having, you know, those kids then go on to play depth roles or leading roles at some of these top schools. And then, so when you get into that top 10 hockey, it's just incredible hockey. But at the same time, you know, you have schools like AIC that gave Michigan a run for their money. And then if you look at the conference tournaments, you just look at how competitive those games were with 
Bemidji and Mankato going to the 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 super overtime game <laughs> that, that ended, and then that's a good way to put it. <laughs> that was that was an incredible scene. Um, I mean, that game was just amazing. So yeah, I mean, the parody in college hockey is great. I think you know, hopefully, we can participate in that parody fairly quickly, and I think that. You know, the portal is going to play a big part in that and, and us developing our guys the right way early on and, and this big freshman class coming in and, you know, getting comfortable quickly and, and the plans that we have for the individual player development and just making sure our guys have everything they need to be successful will allow us to get there quickly. Yeah, totally, totally agree with you on that one. I'm sure you've kept your eyes on on the teams that you know you're playing uh, to see what they're doing as well, because you wouldn't be a good coach if you didn't. Um, but anyway, uh, when you're building this program from the ground up, are you trying to build uh, obviously a culture, and are you looking more at what you want your team to be like and what your your team is going to be um, versus maybe what you're facing in opponents right now in year one? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, you know, when you add getting to kind of play fantasy hockey, I mean, we get to do something that no other team in college hockey is is getting to right. do right now. Is, okay, you know, we sit down with our staff, we map out what type of every single player is. Um, the you know your D, this kid's good at this, 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 and this, and then you know just the strictly the hockey hockey side of things is. You get to go out and find pieces. Well, we need this piece that can do this. You know, obviously we're limited with, you know, coming late into the game and having the availability of whatever junior hockey players were left and not committed. And then the guys that are willing to come up here that are in the portal. So, you know, you're, tr you're trying to build around what's available to you. Um, but again, from, the, from day one, you know, we targeted captains only pretty much, whether you're a 20-year-old captain or an assistant captain, then you do your homework on those kids, find out why are they wearing that letter, do they deserve it, what type of player they are in the locker room, how hard they work off the ice, all the little things that are going to allow that kid to help build our culture early. You know, and, and in that 11-player freshman class, I think there's one kid – that doesn't have a letter on their Jersey and he's a local kid. Who's maybe the best human being I've ever met. So uh, he, he passed the, the, te the test that way pretty easily. So, you know, it's, it's, and then adding, finding these kids out of the portal is finding right shot top six forwards and, you know, filling in those winger spots and then finding those two top centers that are going to be able to, to play those big minutes is, 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 it's been a lot of fun, and I think it's been, you know, for my two assistant coaches that have lived on a laptop 18 hours a day and a cell phone <laughs> maybe 20 hours a day, um, they're looking. They're de they're the ones that are looking forward to um, waking up and not having to go watch a hockey game or, uh, you know, watch Instep for 10 hours. So it's 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 been a fun process and. I'll be forever indebted to my two assistant coaches for the amount of time they're putting in talking to kids, building this hockey team. Um, so when that day comes and we kind of round out that 26th, 27th guy, I'm going to have to take those guys out for a pretty good meal. <laughs> yeah, just make sure there's no TVs around because they'll probably be. <laughs> TVs. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm going to take their phones from them too. <laughs> Listen, I, I – these are the kinds of things that I look at because 
Uh, I, I'm weird like that. I love the fact that as I was trying to run down your, you know, the guys that I could find that had committed to you guys. I love the fact that you got you got one kid from Colorado. You said you have a, the one kid from Alaska. You have a kid from Georgia, a mm-hmm. kid from Connecticut, Texas, Newfoundland, Scottsdale, <laughs> all over the place. I love that stuff. Yeah. That, I, I love to see that there, there's players from all over like that. Yeah, that's been a breath of fresh air, too, that kids aren't afraid to come up here. I think that's kind of the newer the newer generation of the, they kind of live through their phones and as long as they have their phone in front of their face, then it doesn't matter where on planet earth that they are. <laughs> so, um, you know, and then the, the last couple that we have added are, are, you know, I think we've covered every province too, between B, BC and Alberta kids and Saskatchewan kid. And, um, and a couple Ontario kids have slipped in that were play, that were transfer portal kids. So yeah, you got a kid from Newfoundland too. Yeah, and so we're I mean we're basically playing in all those locations too for the most part. <laughs> being a <laughs> being an independent, we're playing in every corner of North America. So, um, coach, coach, you alluded to your assistant coaches. Take a few minutes to talk about both Trevor and Kevin, if mm-hmm. you uh, if you can. And just give us a little thumbnail about uh, their qualities for each one of them and how they're mm-hmm. going to be. You've already talked about what they've done. We know their work ethic, but give yeah. us uh, a little hint into their qualities. You know, I was extremely fortunate for those guys to both come mid-season. I mean, that w- it's unheard of that they were willing to leave their teams. Uh, you know, Murdoch was coaching at North Iowa, and Coach Stewart was the head coach up in Fairbanks, and it's pretty unheard of that a coach leaves midseason to go join another team. Um, so just the fact that they were willing to take that leap of faith says an incredible amount about their characters um, and, and jump into this thing headfirst. And like I said, the, once they said they were in, those two guys have not stopped 24 hours a day on their phone or on video looking at guys. Coach Murdoch is... He, I have never met a human being that is a walking Rolodex encyclopedia of hockey players <laughs> on planet Earth. You can name a kid from the 1996 birth year to probably 2005. Name, like, just, like, you could almost give him initials. <laughs> and he could tell you that kid's last four years of his hockey career and where he's been, what his stats are. He is an incredible uh, resource for, for players. And I didn't even know that going into it. Like I just knew him, <laughs> liked him, you know, knew he was a successful head coach in the North American hockey league. And then you start having conversations with them. And early on, I'd throw out a random kid and he'd be like, Oh yeah, he played here, 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 here. And I'm like, how do you even know that off the top of your head? And I, I got to the point where I was like, you know, I'm going to go find some random kids and I'm going to challenge this guy to see if he knows who they are. <laughs> like, I'm digging around on elite prospects and like, there's no way he knows who this kid is. And I'll have it up on my computer. I'm on the phone with him. I'm like, hey, what do you know about this kid? He goes, oh, him? And then he'll just brrrr. I'm like, how do you do that? So he he is, he's an incredible person. Like he's just super good, calm demeanor. Every kid that's played for him in the North American League, uh, just absolutely loves them. And they, when, when they heard he got the job, like they wanted to come here strictly just to play for him again. Um, you know, and he's a former goaltender that played at Mankato, played at Lake state. Uh, and so he knows that position well. And I told him that I will not look at a goaltender, uh, 
as long as he's on staff and he made it his personal mission to find us somebody out of junior hockey. Um, and he went up to Alberta and found uh, Jared Whale, who's will be a goaltender, the goaltender part of that freshman class. Um, and he's, uh, you know, he's like, I, I think he's the best available goaltender in junior hockey and he was able to go get him. So that was a big get for our program. You know, Coach Stewart is somebody that I can almost guarantee will be coaching his own team at the Division One level or pro level someday soon. Um, he just has – he's just a full package. He just knows how to communicate. He knows how to run a team. He knows how to win hockey games. You know, I'm going to lean heavily on him for in-game adjustments, for game preparation, for – me not jumping off the cliff when something's going wrong. He just, he's, he's just been there, done that. You know, he's won championships at the, at the junior level. Uh, and he's one of the winningest coaches in junior hockey for the last 11 years. And so for me, for him to come join this project and, and knowing the challenges that it, it has ahead of it, it was just an incredible get for the program. And like I said, I don't know how long he's going to be around, just because I know what a rising star he is as a coach. Um, but I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to enjoy every second that I do have with him, you know, and, and hope, and then he's the type of guy that's going to be able to take this program where it needs to get um, quickly. Good stuff. I, I want to get one more in there, Paul, before you jump in with the next one. But um, coach, I, I've had a chance to get pretty close to, to Dallas Ferguson. And of course, you know, his Alaska ties, he's been everywhere around Alaska. And yeah. uh, the most fun I had, I think uh, at the national tournament was I was on the ice afterwards when they were celebrating. I was able to get a shot of Tavis McMillan uh, celebrating and one with um, a Dallas celebrating yeah. And I put those two pictures up on social media, and I think Dallas has got like I don't know twenty five thousand hits to it or something. It's just <laughs> crazy. Um, and and I see how hard those guys work. And I, I commented afterwards about those guys uh, were so excited; they were almost more excited than the players yeah. because they could see this all coming to fruition. Right. And I'm sure that's the same way it was with you and your staff, right? Yeah. Um... You know, I met Ferguson back when he was running Fairbanks and he did an incredible job up there. And, you know, he deserved every opportunity he got based on the success that he had up in, up at UAF. And I think that that staff there with Tavis and DC and, and Fergie are, there's, it's absolutely by no means, there's no luck involved of those guys winning a national championship. Like they are the epitome of, of a, of a college hockey staff where they're just incredible people. You know, they care about the kids. They recruit the right way. Just everything that they do is, is they're based, they're, they're the role models for, for me and my staff. Like we're going to try and, you know, tap into every little bit that they have, um, you know, harass them for any sort of <laughs> tips of or tricks of the trade. And, you know, and, and they're the type of guys that are going to help us out. Just like when when I got the job and DC, you know, let me know that they'll play us, you know, not until 24, 25, and 25, 26. Let us get our feet under us a little bit because he knows he knows better uh, <laughs> that it wouldn't have been a, a fun weekend if we played him in the next two years. So, um, so I appreciate that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's 
I think when we get our first win next year against a Division One opponent, we'll probably have similar looks on our faces than the Denver staff. <laughs> <laughs> just that. I better I better Very be there for the with the camera then I guess. Yeah. <laughs> just avoid the blue Gatorades. Yeah. You could pour whatever you want on me when we win our first game. <laughs> uh, coach, let me ask you a question and and, and 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 I don't know obviously uh, how this, you know, everybody's interactions with everybody. I know that you know the the, the coaching world, especially at the college level, is is pretty small. But mm-hmm. um, have Jerry York retired today? Right. Do you have any Jerry York stories? I mean, you may, considering the distance, you may or may not. Yeah, have had. I, I, yeah. I've I've never never crossed paths and during okay. my college career, or you know. But if if you get into this game and somebody like myself that grew up here and has, has been a Seawolf since he was seven years old. Like if I could have an eighth of <laughs> the <laughs> career that Jerry York had, sure. you know, I, I'm, that's a victory for me. Like he, he is the you know godfather of college hockey right, you know, right now. And anybody that is coaching at this level just idolizes him and what he's been able to accomplish and the length that he's done it. There's very few people like him in college sports. Like you watched, you saw Coach K just go out and right. he coached 41 years or something like that. And then all of a sudden, you see somebody like York go out and he's been doing it for 50. <laughs> like that's just just incredible. Like you can't even fathom what what that is or what that really means to you know that area of the country. You know the kids that he's impacted, the humans that he's unleashed on the world of turning the world into a great place. His, his reach is, is beyond comprehension. Coach. And, and here's the thing about it. He said after 50 years of coaching, he, he wanted to retire and do some new different things. <laughs> if I coach for 50 years, I want to just do different things. And it's going to be like sitting on a beach somewhere. <laughs> yeah, Move, moving between your recliner and your hammock. Exactly. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. So coach, uh, now they had the national championship game. Now I don't know if your situation is different because you're restarting the program. Yeah. When does the the 22-23 season start for school in your situation? Like mm-hmm. when does it start for Lindenwood? When does it is there like a start date where the calendar says so- okay? Yeah, so the way college hockey works is you get 25 weeks from the first weekend of the tournament. So you can count back from there, and then you get 132 days within those 25 weeks that you're allowed to be active as a team. Um, So we are going to be – our school starts August 29th. Okay. And our first day of practice is going to be September 12th. We have an exhibition game September 23rd against Simon Fraser, And then the following weekend, October 1st and 2nd, we are playing Western Michigan up here. Oh, nice. Yep. So we're opening our season at home against Western Michigan. Nice. Um, and so, okay, so we'll have that, well, three weeks to figure it out before we play Western Michigan. <laughs> Well, they they lost a few guys, but I'm sure they'll bring back some as well. <laughs> right. 
Absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure they're 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 going to be able to – the season that they just had, they've definitely moved themselves up the chart in terms of ideal location for not <laughs> not just junior guys but transfer guys playing in that playing the way that they've been playing. So um, Let me give you a couple of comments and a question with it. Um, the, the first comment is uh, when I saw the ASU schedule come out and I told Paul this uh, off the air, I said, oh, my goodness, they're going to open at Duluth and then they're going to drive down Highway 2 and play Bemidji State the following weekend – before right. they come home and open up their new building, th- that's a gauntlet to me. That is a gauntlet start, and you better be ready to go right off the get-go. Paul was happy that they were going there before. Maybe there was too much snow, but if you've yeah. seen the forecast up there in April, <laughs> oh, <my laughs> it's Lord. been a mess. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you want to go to Minot right now, you better drop in because you can't drive in. Um, so anyway, uh, that that's the first comment. Is it, It's kind of uh, jumping into the – the, the fire right out of the frying pan. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the second comment I had was, you know what? I've been around Denver an awful lot just because living here now, uh, it's an easy, it's an easy Tuesday morning visit with DC. And it usually is just DC and myself. Uh, what's it been like for you up there with, uh, with the support now, with everybody know that you're coming back and the anticipation of it, mm-hmm. um, sponsorships, stuff like that, everything going well. Yeah. You know, we're, we're in a little bit of a different situation just because our, our rink situation still is a little bit up in the air. You know, we're waiting for the schedule to finalize in terms of the last team to send our contract in. Um, but the buzz is beginning, you know, having that youth camp this past weekend and, and getting kids on the ice and letting them know what the Seawolves is, because when you take three years off, like we have, I mean, yep, that might as well as be an eternity, like starting brand new. Like there's there's a window here of five-year-olds to 12-year-olds in our town that don't even know what Seawolf hockey is. Right. Um, and so we are going to be spending, you know, the summer, like you mentioned, sponsorships, marketing, and educating the town on what Division One hockey is. Because, again, when you take this much time off in today's modern, fast-paced world, you know, we are brand new. We're an expansion college hockey team right now. Um, and we're having to reestablish a, a fan base and, and build a fan base just as if, you know, this town decided, hey, let's raise $3 million and let's bring Division One hockey to this town. So, right. you know, we got a lot of work to do this summer. But like you said, people are, are – that, that switch is starting to happen. Um, sponsorships are starting to get excited. You know, we're – I'm excited to kind of unleash our marketing plan on the city and, and unleash our advancement department and our sponsorship group uh, to go track down some big sponsors. And then also, you know, being a small town in Alaska is a big part of our success is just going to be those smaller Alaska businesses that want to help, you know, participate and advertise through the division one hockey team in town. So um, once this team is built, 90% of my energy is then going to transition into um, building those business relationships, building, you know, working on our marketing and then, you know, preparing the, you know, on ice plan for next year, the on ice curriculum for next year. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm excited about going around and approaching businesses and, and, and building those, 
those relationships that are going to kind of take us over the next couple of years and then really help this program grow and turn this town into a, a seawolf town again. So, Coach, how, I know you said you've got one set of games left to go, but uh, right now, uh, how many home games do you have? We're pretty happy. We're up to 14. That's not bad. No, it's good. Like for what for where we're gonna be in the in the places we're gonna go on the road, like we're extremely happy with where we're sitting right now. You know, our home dates aren't against any you know our our big home dates are Western Michigan, Arizona State, and Fairbanks. Right, naturally. Um so those three. And then your other series, you know, we're bringing UNLV up because right. we're just that's all part of the plan here and all part of the process. Of, of trying to help that next team, you know, right. Simon, Simon Frazier is going to come up and play us. Um, and so, you know, 14 dates spread over six months, you're going to have some gaps, but you know, we're excited about the places we're going to go everywhere from air force to Northern Michigan to Arizona state to Colorado college to Maine to Lowell, you know, we're going to some, inc- to Yukon's new rink. So we're going to, in long Island. We're going to incredible buildings that are going to offer our guys a great experience. And we're playing college hockey in every corner of North America or of the United States. You know, and we're, we couldn't be more happy with the way the schedule's laying out here for year one. So you guys, uh, your players getting the uh, freaking flyer miles on all this too. So <laughs> that is, that is a big part of our cell. <laughs> yeah. That gets them to go places afterwards, right? <laughs> spring, spring break comes, you get a free trip to Cancun. Oh, oh goodness well, gracious. Uh, t- two things for that coach. Uh, one, and I know you don't have anything to do with this, but. I'm like, come on, Simon Frazier. You're the only Canadian school in the NCAA, and the only sport you don't have that's NCAA is hockey. Come on, yeah. guys, let's go. That's one. Yeah, I know. That's 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 something that there's some people there that are working extremely hard for that to uh, to come about, and I think there's going to be some some pretty exciting things happening there soon. I hope so. And the other thing is. Um, when uh, your rivals up there in Fairbanks came mm-hmm. out to play LIU this year, uh, this past season, I was at that game and they were playing. You guys, they played on a Friday afternoon, and I love the <laughs> fact that LIU exists. But right. uh, just just be prepared for the fact that if you have to play a Friday afternoon game, that time difference is going to whack you guys out. So you might want to leave a day earlier or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. But because it'll be like you guys are playing a 10 a.m. game, and I, it is. It's I've done it. My growing up here, my whole life, and when you do go back east, you, there's like a three day window that you don't know where you are, you know, what time of day it is. <laughs> Especially if you toss in a, a red eye flight into that, then oh. you're like, then there's like a five day window of you don't know where the heck you are. So. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I made it up to the national tournament from Denver via Fort Lauderdale on a red eye, and and I didn't I didn't feel that great for a couple of days. So I get it. It sets you back for sure. Um, uh, and the Saturday game was a much better. The Friday game, it it looked like everybody was still kind of two teams. Uh, that, yeah, yeah, but the, the Saturday game was much better. So I I don't know if that'll help you out or not. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, I'm jet, jet lag's know. a real thing. Jet lag's a real thing from Anchorage to to Long Island. 
or trolls from Alaska. <laughs> Listen, I have to drive an hour from Long Island to from my part of Long Island to Queens, and it's like feels like jet lag every day. So I totally understand. <laughs> yeah. Coach, we appreciate you coming on with us tonight, and uh, we are thrilled to have you in the coverage, Jerry. We're thrilled to have you on on our big announcement too, where uh, we are now college hockey west. And that does include Alaska, folks. So uh, we will be uh, making some, or I'll be making some trips up there. And I will definitely catch you when you're down here. So uh, we look forward to having you. So don't, I hope I don't bug you too much. No, I appreciate the invite. And you guys are doing great things. And we we are honored to be part of uh, College Hockey West here. And looking forward to having more conversations. Well, no, I'm going to reach out to you for uh, for some some content, and I'm going to reach out to some of your players and promote it because that's what we want to do. We want to promote the heck out of college hockey and watch this stuff grow. Awesome. Thank you. All right, that's the head coach from the Alaska Anchorage Seawolves, Matt Chasby, joining us. Paul and I are going to take a quick break. We're going to come back on the new College Hockey West Live in two minutes. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Ask any hockey player in the desert Southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Phil Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice? Our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable. Show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. As you plan your next trip, or perhaps your first trip in a while, Drury Hotels has over 150 locations to help you travel happy again. Winners of 16 consecutive JD Power Awards for guest satisfaction, Drury Hotels treats you right. Free hot breakfast and happy hours, 24-hour fitness and business centers, as well as more than enough Wi-Fi bandwidth to take care of all your connectivity needs. Whether you're traveling for business, catching a hockey game, or just trying to reconnect with cozy moments, Drury Hotels have the location and amenities you need when looking for a place to stay. Call 1-800-DRURY-IN or go to druryhotels.com and book your stay today. Drury Hotels, where our home is your home.
All right, coming to you from the Summer Skate Studios, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is the new College Hockey West Live. Scott Strandy with you in Centennial, Colorado tonight. My co-host is always Paul Hornstein out on beautiful Long Island, New York. And, Paul, we jumped in and we took Steven's spot because uh, Steven's at a Henderson Silver Knights game to keep an eye on a new prospect that just came in, one Brendan Brisson playing tonight and uh we decided you know what we we got to make this announcement on wednesday since uh denver had their national championship ceremony last night uh, a lot of fun it's always great to see the excitement paul i don't know if i told you this but two and a half hours those players sat at a table and signed every autograph for every single person that yeah. wanted one every player from number two to number whatever 35 <laughs> they all signed every autograph what an incredible sight oh listen it's great i mean uh that's what you want right you want you want to have the the fan engagement that's how i mean winning is great and winning a championship all will will go a long way but nothing works as well as that hey how you doing uh what's your name hey do you play hockey uh, you know, whether it's a, 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 a young girl or a young boy, you know, um, to those kids, you, you're just as much of a rock star as any NHL player. Yep, that is and a fact. Makes... And it, they had 1,500 posters out. I think they almost went, if they didn't go through them all, it was very close. But, but players and kids were bringing jerseys to have them sign their DU jerseys. And uh, it was just such a joy to watch. And you and I did the podcast. I was up in the press box and I was thinking, I'm going to be the last one in this building. When I got down there, there were still probably 30, 40 people in line waiting to get through that autograph session. And as I said, every pioneer was there doing it. So uh, you gotta, you gotta be impressed with that. It just shows a class and character. And, you know, uh, coach Shazby mentioned it as well. The, uh, the, the crew at Denver all has connections to Alaska from D.C. on down. And um, man, oh, man, um, it, it's interesting to see how this is going to all restart. I just hope that they have all the luck in the world and, and, and get a couple of wins and keep their guys engaged and continue to add add games so they have more games next year. And, um, more you know, the, games. yeah, that's a big thing. You got to have a gate, right? Yep. And you got to have something to uh, – and kudos to Arizona State and Western Michigan, and I don't remember who the third one was. He I said think it was, was Lindenwood or Air Force. I uh, know. Uh, I think he's coming down here for that. I don't oh, think okay. Air Force is going up there, but then I think it was um, Lindenwood. Yeah, one of those teams. But kudos to them for going up there and uh, and being part of uh, what surely is going to be a good site. And of course, UNLV making the trip up there as a ACHA D one program. That tells you just how close things are, Paul. UNLV well, is very, very close. What that tells you is that those are, those are big games for UNLV. All right, um, you know we we talked about it for a few minutes with the coach. Um, you know, obviously he's more inside than we are. Um, and I think if we really wanted to put him on the spot, not that he would answer us, or that we really want to put him on the spot. But you, you could hear it when we talked about some of the other stuff that he was like, uh, when, I, when I brought up the fact that you might get two realignments in the next 
five years or so uh, that uh, he didn't say no. No, I, and I think that that's a definite possibility. I, I hope, my hope is that they can do it in one because if you realign too many times, it takes time to restart again uh, because I don't care what they say. Like the CCHA uh, started this year and they they had uh, basically an existing conference so that to to take it and go. But if you're starting fresh and then you realign and you have to start fresh again five years down the road, I just hope there's some thought into it. Um, uh, you know, I, I think definitely we're poised for a Western Conference. I, I really think uh, that that it's set up for it, and I really hope it happens. Um, but in the meantime, we'll take them as independents. Uh, once again, I'll make the announcement that we are now College Hockey West for the NCAA and the ACHA. Uh, our NCAA teams have grown from four to seven with the addition of Fairbanks, Anchorage, and Lindenwood. And again, a lot, you know, people say, you told me this. He said, how are you going to cover all of them? Well, here's the deal. They interact with each other. Yeah, um, they come down here. Uh, there's something called uh, Zoom right now where you can get a Zoom interview. It's almost no, as I, good I as being in person. That. I get all that, but that's. So uh, it, it takes not... planning and takes, uh, you know, you have to plan out where you're going to be and prioritize who you're going to see and when you're going to see them. And, you know, uh, I'm just thankful that all the coaches so far have been so open to us that yeah. uh, they're willing to to do what it takes to keep the publicity going. And, and we'll do our part. I promise you that. You know, and, 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 and I love having, uh, you know, when we have uh, Eric Largent on from Fairbanks, and I love having Coach Jasby on here. Um, we get a lot of stuff from those guys. Um, and, you know, once again, just to, to, to watch the, the, the birth or rebirth and, and, and the beginnings and, and to see how it happens and, and have measuring sticks. And, you know, it's kind of, good that that you have both uh anchorage and lindenwood coming in to say this way it's not one team coming in by itself yeah it is it's uh, it's really good and you know as, as we've talked about to uh, nauseum basically uh about the, the ability to add teams during this really rough period of time that right. we're just now kind of coming out of and i i question <laughs> I put that in air quotes, kind of coming out of, because if you've seen the TV news lately, uh, there is some resurgences of uh, resurgence yeah, well, of uh, COVID popping up. So yeah, God well, forbid that we get anything near what we had before. We just don't need that again. We don't. And I, like you know, I don't, even though on my Twitter feed, I do get involved in that stuff here. I don't really like to do that. Uh, I will just say, uh, possible but i don't see it but that's just me so yeah um, i mean uh, i mean it is what it is right if it's if yeah. it's an illness and a pandemic you got to do what you got to do i mean that's yeah. just the bottom line of it so we'll keep our fingers crossed that that doesn't happen uh i'm just thrilled that i can take a mask off and i was able to take a mask off yesterday at the, at the uh, uh celebration for denver that's the first time all year i haven't had to wear a mask around the players and you know i um, my my face is suffering from ma- mask rash, as you call it, when you have it on so often. And, you know, when you fly, holy cow, having a mask on for a four-hour flight was not a lot of fun. Uh, but no, anyway, no. that's a well, whole other story. That's why I tell you, keep the beard. 
So we don't. Beard's gone. This. Beard left this morning. And it, it, now, it, between now it doesn't start mask. again. And now it doesn't start again until the AHL playoffs start. Well, until uh, our teams, it'll grow until the yeah, teams yeah. are eliminated in our um, Pacific Division. Yeah, yeah. So that's coming up next. Um, just want to tell everybody again a big thank you for all the support we've uh, we've added a whole bunch of followers at every uh, media platform that we have. We appreciate it uh, and uh, the opportunities to uh, to join us and be a part of uh, now seven NCAA teams, and I believe. We're going to have 12 ACHA teams. We've got a pretty good stronghold, at least on college hockey in the West. Well, you know, listen, I think that, uh, you know, we'll, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's ready for, for, for people to, to, uh, to do these things. I mean, we have no, nobody else that really does what we do. Um, you know, so, and, and let me tell people, pop, I'm not trying to pop, pat myself on the back, but well, um, but, but let me tell you what it takes. It, it, it takes an enormous amount of energy, money and time, but, but to be able to go do this stuff day in and day out and, and to be able to do a podcast year round, um, Sunday through Wednesday, that, that takes something as well. And then you think about going out to the games and, visiting with the players and doing features and all of those things. Um, the resources are important, but so is the uh, ability and the want to, because you and I have both given up a ton of things over the last seven years to, uh, to build this uh, to where it is right now. And uh, that, that's a conscious decision. You, you have to make decisions on these things. And sometimes you don't want to do it, but you just do it because it's a passion. Yeah. Well, there's no, no doubt about that. I mean, um, uh... I have said many times that that uh, this is, you know, what helps keep me focused. So, you know, we're uh, uh, we're just going from there, and and we put our head down to keep going and do what we have to do. And uh, it, it is it is nice to be appreciated by these folks. Um, I, I know that uh, we were hoping to get. Uh, somebody from the uh, athletic administration from Denver on while you were there yesterday. Uh, you know, it didn't work out because it just didn't, you know, well, it, it didn't work out because they had the governor, the mayor and the congresswoman there. Yeah, I no, think I they had it. things I... that were a little bit more important than me. <laughs> How's that possible? Um, yeah, no, I, I get that. I, but, you know, I do appreciate the, uh, the fact that uh, they're supportive of us. And, you know, and that, uh, it goes a long way, so to speak, you know, it, uh, is, um, good to know that we have people in our corner and like I said, I'm not trying to pat ourselves on the back, but, uh, um, you know, well, let, let me tell you what you're saying right now. And I, I know exactly what you're getting and, and, it, that that's respect that's earned. I mean, it wasn't given to us by any stretch. We've had to earn it by showing up places. Um, you know, as a lot of people know, we do it on our own dime for the most part because we're growing the, the sponsorship base, but, but that's what you have to do. Uh, you have to build the product and you have to prove to people. And sometimes, you know, I didn't feel like, huh, 
really getting up on a Tuesday morning and dashing to Denver or driving down to Colorado college, not because I didn't want to do it, but because, you know, maybe I had other things or maybe I wasn't feeling the greatest or maybe I was tired, but you do it because you know, this is the end result. And the end result right now, and I'll wrap it up on this note is college hockey West live is now what we do on Sundays and Tuesday nights, college hockey West is our banner. That's where we go with college hockey. Uh, doesn't mean we're giving up on the AHL. Certainly not. We're going to enhance that as well. But but college hockey is uh, is our focus. West of the Mississippi is really our focus. And uh, we try to find those areas that um, we believe deserve and need coverage. Yeah, well, let's hope that uh, very short in a very short period of time that uh, some people make it even tougher for us, you know like uh, a certain other place in the desert and uh, maybe another place a little bit more uh, tropical and a little place that may be a little bit more rainy. Who knows? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it's all going to grow. There's no doubt about it. It's just, it's just time. You have to deal with it and, and wait it out. And uh, anyway, so you'll see the new logo coming up. You'll see the new opportunities that you can get. Uh, still have a great special opportunity if you're a Denver supporter and you want to uh, get on board now before next year. Um, we'd love to have you. Uh, you can reach out to me. I'm, I can be found very easily on uh, any social media or uh, just by simply DMing me. But uh, look forward to meeting a lot of people in the next uh, three or four months as we get prepared for September 1 and the start of a new 22-23 season. We're not going anywhere, folks. We're going to be here all summer because we have tons of stuff to talk about, including starting Sunday night, the uh, the recaps begin with our head coaches. And uh, I'll tell you right now, the first head coach to join us Sunday night is Chris Mayotte from Colorado College. So, Are we sure about this? Yeah, uh, absolutely 100% sure. Coach okay. is joining us Sunday night, and I can't wait, because uh, if there's a program that uh, is going to be fun to talk about, it, it's uh, Colorado College and the growth that they've seen in one year under Coach Mayotte. Take it away, my friend. From the Summer Skate Studios behind the masks, College Hockey West, live on the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Brought to you by Burrito Express, homemade taste, takeout speed, six East Valley locations. Go to BurritoExpress.com to find the one near you. Behind the mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our three Valley locations or BehindTheMask.com. Whether you're looking for your dream car or shopping on a budget, we at Peterson Toyota take the time to find the perfect car to fit your needs at 4455 South College Avenue in Fort Collins. Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas, the best in barbecue Las Vegas style, available at all Allegiant Stadium events and, of course, at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard. By the NCHC and NCHC.TV. Subscribe to nchc.tv to catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. Koreans and Sweets, now an official Disney World hotel. Book your stay now for travel starting this October at druryhotels.com. Jets Pizza, go to jetspizza.com to find your fresh deal at the nearest Jets location today. Metro by T-Mobile, get exclusive offers by becoming part of T-Mobile Tuesdays when you switch to Metro by T-Mobile. Top Golf. Play some of the world's most iconic golf courses without packing a suitcase. Find out how at your local Top Golf Center or go to topgolf.com. 
Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos worldwide. It's where the action is, in the resort or in town. And by M-Drive. Go to mdriveformen.com to see which M-Drive formula is for you. College Hockey West Live, presented by Behind the Mask and all of the IcetimeHockeySW.com podcasts, are live on the Podbean app and available for download at the iTunes, Google Play Store, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. Behind the Masks, College Hockey West Live, and all of our weekly podcasts are a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Very well done, my friend. Two quick notes before we leave you tonight. Uh, Brendan Brisson just scored his first professional goal, and the Henderson Silver Knights are up one nothing. And uh, the first period here at the Avalanche, you might not want to give the Avalanche four days off because that's the first time they've had it in a long time, and they came out and scored four in the first period. L.A. did just score now to make it 4-1, but, man, the Avalanche, are uh, they're a machine. They are a well-oiled machine. Okay, uh, that's it for College Hockey West Live, the debut show. Not really, but the name is a debut. <laughs> right. Well, Paul and I are still here. We still do the same thing, uh, bringing you great hockey talk, and that's what it's all about. So we'll say goodnight. Little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers, De Niro. Good night, everybody. <laughs>